Hey, welcome to Holistic Marketing. This is where we bridge psychology, spirituality, and marketing to create more clients. I'm Martina Thomason, and I teach you how to do organic marketing that is in alignment with your personal values and feels good to your soul. If you don't want to run ads or learn all the technical aspects around marketing, but still want to attract and convert clients, listen on. Hey, today we're going to talk about niche in your business and all the way from not having one to kind of having one and not really being solid in it to um, having a niche but then not really seeing the results that we want. So um, I first want to let you in on a little <laughs> experience I had on the weekend. So I had this severe fear of singing like I had something traumatic happening in my childhood so that like ever since I've pretty much just been lip syncing to singing the birthday song for everyone and if I am doing like a birthday say for example for my uh, boyfriend I would actually just put on the happy birthday song <laughs> instead of singing myself because like it's actually like somatic for me I um, start cold sweating, I um, start like getting almost like cramps and like sweaty palms and I feel like crying and it's like all over the top and like I have like the thing is this is only in front of other people because I can sing in the shower like just fine um, or you know if the dog's in the house no problems at all but if there's human beings in there like I am just oh my god feel like I'm dying. So um, this week we went to a birthday and this girl had a karaoke birthday. My specialty. Oh my god. So I was like okay well I can do lip sync while you guys sing and do the dancing in the background because I love dancing. I've actually been criticized for dancing too big but I don't give a shit because I'm having fun. <laughs> anyway so I got to the stage where I'm like you know what, like I have limited myself so much around this for so many years and I am currently, you know, with such amazing people and the music actually uh, is so much louder than the actual people singing, like you can't really hear them and it almost sounded like there was some kind of auto-tune on the mic because like we were a drunk bunch, so I mean like it wouldn't have sounded great. <laughs> Anyway, so I was like, okay, well, I am going to sing a song. And I told the birthday girl and we were going to do like sing together. And we picked the song Chandelier. And oh my God, like that is probably the worst vocal you can ever try to sing. <laughs> so I got to borrow some, a pair of sunglasses and like this silly unicorn hat to hide behind to sort of step into my alter ego of some sort and I just let it rip and you know I first felt nauseous but then I was just like you know what like just fuck it I'm just having fun and then I'll deal with the you know my nerves like hangover nerves the next day but I will have you know 
conquered such a big fear of mine and I will be so proud of myself and I'm almost like crying now right now because it has been so severe for me and so yeah I just wanted to let you in on um, you know (laughs) just doing the things that we are really fearful of but feeling safe enough to do it and then just taking the step um, when it feels right so I'm very proud of myself and if you have similar fears or another fear that you can relate to you know feeling limited in your life because of it like I feel you (laughs) it is possible to cross the line of actually doing it so coming back into the niche which we're actually going to talk about today (laughs) first of all um you know this is something that I hear so much about like everyone seems to be having issues with their niche and they also often blame Uh, not selling a great deal on their niche like I probably have the wrong niche because like nothing's happening in my business and you know I have a background in marketing and we're pretty much like born and bred to think along the terms of you know the riches are in the niches and to some extent that is true but there are also some really valuable things to say about not having a niche in the traditional sense of the word and I'll tell you what I mean by that in a second. So as entrepreneurial people we are very often multi-passionate. We a lot of the time have so many different interests and we've had a hard time narrowing down to actually doing the thing that we're doing right now and choosing a thing to get paid for rather than you know including all of it and you can actually use your other interests as sort of seasoning to what you're already offering. So if you have sort of a core service, you can also sprinkle in, say for example, if you're kind of a spiritual person, like you might sprinkle in some of that. Or for example, if you're a health coach and you're really into essential oils, you can sprinkle that in as well as sort of like a a point of difference. But this just comes through because you speak as you are and talk about the things that you're interested in. And you don't have to force anything, like just be yourself and sort of add in these elements, you know, as I said, seasoning to what you're mainly offering. So having this sort of multi-passionate personality, it can be really hard to pick a niche and we really don't want to be put into a box, you know, we don't want to uh, limit ourselves, we want to be expansive and expressive and do all these fun things and the way that I'll be explaining how to niche down in this podcast is to allow for that in in a way like this is you don't have to minimize yourself you can actually go wide but just add this one element that I'll tell you about but first I just want to sort of just tell you what a niche is in the traditional sense and that is demographics you know so traditionally you would use demographics to sort of narrow in on the market that you would talk to to make it more specific to them And seeing as marketing sort of started more in the sort of industrial product-based world, (laughs) so to speak, the niche is sort of more based on that. Like that is where it originated and, and it kind of like have some elements that are, you know, still in practice, but isn't necessarily the best for coaches and more service-based and more human-to-human services. So a demographic which was originally used the most, um, the definition of that is statistical data that researchers use to study groups of humans 
And examples of that are age, where they live, occupation, civil status, etc. And a newer concept is psychographics. And that is the study of consumers based on their activities, interests and opinions. And you could also, you know, include hobbies, emotional triggers and lifestyle choices, personalities and values. So that sort of starts to tune a little bit more into the niche that I see work better for coaches. And that is a lot more fun to play with, too. Um, so some businesses, you know, take it so far when it comes to demographics and psychographics that they name a person and actually talk to a person. I know this hair care brand in Norway, because a friend of mine worked there, they actually identified a person by name. Like they would actually talk about, talk about her in their board meetings about this girl. I can't remember the name that they used, but say it's Stella. So they would actually talk about Stella as if she were a person and they would have listed out all of her interests and they would only speak to her. And, you know, while that's kind of helpful in certain ways, like it can get too rigid as well. And I kind of want to challenge this concept a little bit. And as I said, like there are some really valuable aspects of demographics and psychographics, especially if you sell a specific product or, you know, a very specific service. But selling coaching is so much more diverse and deep and fluid and dynamic. And therefore, I want to kind of offer another slightly different approach to your way of looking at your niche and a way that doesn't limit you in the same way. Uh, and you probably get less drama around it as well. And also, I quickly want to just say that, you know, if you're being very specific about the person that you're talking to, you can actually exclude a lot of um, amazing people that otherwise would have been really interested in you. And the way that I see this is that you as a coach are like art, you know, and all the people that see you and interact with you see you through their own filter. So if you're like super outgoing and energetic and stuff like that um, and confident, you know, you might attract people that are exactly the same because they're like, yep, this is awesome. I can totally relate to her. Like she's my people. <laughs> and But you also can have like shy people that don't have any confidence at all and they feel like their energy is a little bit flat and that they can't really seem to get to that really uh, driven, inspired action sort of energy. And they just really want a piece of that. And, you know, so that is one example, but there's so many. We can attract all kinds of people, but by being ourselves 100%, like we can actually attract quite a lot of different people, but that want different things from us, so to speak, that, you know, pick out certain parts and elements about our personalities, our energy, our teachings that they're very drawn to. So I really wanted to just give you that visual of looking at yourself as a piece of art and let people around you perceive you the way that they want and get, you know, the positive things that they need out of um, what you have to offer to the world through your marketing. 
as I said, when you first start out as a coach and you have all this drama around like I should be having a niche and that is what is going to start to attract clients to me and everything. So what I see is that the best niches are kind of developed as a consequence of taking actions of coaching people, of finding your voice through action. And I think it was Marie Forleo that says, clarity comes from action. And what she means by that is that you can sit and strategize and think all you want, but you don't know what you actually like. You don't know what your unique zone of genius, what your unique voice is, unless you try, unless you practice, unless you put yourself out there, unless you work with clients and really start to dig in and see what you naturally are drawn to helping them with and that you find really natural to help them solve. Something that kind of seems obvious to you, something that that probably don't seem obvious to your client. So you kind of start to see a niche take form from that. It kind of guides you in the right direction of where you want to focus your marketing. And um, marketing is just another word for the kind of help you're offering to your clients. And when I say clients, you know, everyone you speak to should be perceived as your client because they are paying you in attention. They are paying you in likes and engagement. They are paying you in time and time is the most valuable asset most people have these days. So they're already your clients by consuming your content. So remember that like your marketing is the way you help your clients and your clients are everyone that are interacting with what you're doing. (laughs) So So that's sort of how I see it anyway. So I said that I wanted to challenge this more traditional way of looking at niches. And so here we go. So instead of focusing on your potential clients, demographics and or psychographics, focus on their mindset. So I can almost hear you saying like, okay, well, mindset, what do you mean by that? Um, yeah, so just, just hear me out on this one because so many of my clients follow the sort of standard status quo textbook marketing guidelines. So they pick a niche and have all the mind drama about not thinking that people will buy, you know, they have mindset blocks around their pricing, the value of their offer. And so what I want to propose is to rather niche down with an outcome and mindset focus instead. So just breaking it up. So in terms of the outcome, say, for example, you have a niche that you have set. And so you're a weight loss coach for moms in Chicago. So instead of having the moms in Chicago, um, you could just do weight loss for women you know it's a lot broader so that's sort of that's sort of the outcome like they want to lose weight but it's not a very narrow niche as I said so that takes me into mindset and this is where a lot of your niche mind drama probably dissipates because when people have a set niche as I said, like a lot of the time they get drama around, you know, oh, they probably think it's too expensive. I don't think that there are people out there that wants to buy what I'm offering. You know, I'm not good enough. I want to rather change your focus 
you know, a niche is who you talk to. So I want you to talk to, rather than a specific set traditional niche, to talk to people that like you, that are interested in what you have to offer and that have money to pay you and that wants to invest in themselves through you as a coach. So that is kind of a niche in a way because you are talking to a niche down segment of a population. So you're talking to someone that has an interest in investing in coaching and are also in the segment that have money to invest with you. And so a lot of people, and myself included, when I first started out was like, well, I want to be accessible to as many people as possible and it shouldn't be you know, expensive, like I should be lowering my price and be available to everyone. And I feel so much uh, drama around that. But the thing is, you're giving away so much content for free through your marketing, so much so that the people that follow you probably will get huge transformations if they only take action on what you are sharing anyway. So in that sense, you're helping people achieve goals even before they hire you. And so the value that they're getting is actually huge. So when you sell to people or when you niche down and talk to people that have the money and wants to invest with you, that is your premium offer. Like that is the people that wants to go further, that are ready to take it to the next step, to actually implement and really go all in and get some bigger results and greater results and stay committed and have someone to hold them accountable and be there with them through the journey and like borrow your brain so that they can be better for themselves. So these people that you talk to that are ready to invest with you, that are ready to spend the money and go all in with your coaching, they are also consuming your free content and they are more than happy to pay you for it. And As I said, like you also have a bunch of people that are never going to work with you, that are never going to pay you for what you're doing, but that will, you know, learn so much from what you're offering for free. And then you'll have someone that will follow your stuff for a while, a long while, and maybe one year, two years, three years down the line, finally signs up with you because they have just been filled up with so much amazing content through your marketing And they finally feel like they're ready to take the next step and actually get the help through working one-on-one with you so that they are ready. So they kind of just like fall into the group of people that do want to invest with you and they might have saved up, you know. And having said that as well, like when someone pays you to coach them, they have skin in the game. Now it's not just like, yeah, you know, I'll implement it later. Like they are on. And when you have a premium price, people are going to put in more effort because they value what they have purchased higher when they have invested more. So that is also just a testament to it being a good thing to actually charge your prices. And you also, through those clients, they enable you to put out even more free content and help even more people and take on even more coaching clients as you expand and maybe transition into group programs. But it's just really important to um, talk to the people that do want to work with you and that are ready. Because if you're talking, if you're assuming that people don't want to work with you, like 
that there aren't people that are going to be interested in what you have to offer, that people just probably don't have money for it, then that is going to shine energetically through your copy. Like there's just something in the way that you express yourself that feels a little bit icky or a little bit withdrawn and not as inviting because you're not even believing in your own offer. You're not even believing in the fact that people should come and work with you. And so, you know, if you have this amazing niche that you're super happy about, but you just assume that people aren't going to work with you, then that's not a very solid niche, is it? (laughs) So if you're having any dramas with sort of not thinking that people want to work with you or like all of these other examples that I've just given you, just send me a message on Instagram at Martina Thomason Coaching and I will gladly help you. So to kind of loop it back around and tie it all together, when you do your marketing, talk to people that want coaching today and talk to to people about their outcomes like nobody wants coaching like really nobody wants coaching they want the result of coaching they want you to help them with you know the weight loss with the heartbreak with um, finding a new soulmate or um, getting a more holistic lifestyle or getting more energy or um, getting more time in their lives or you know whatever else you're coaching on like that is what people want so if you want to create a niche that really works and will attract people to work with you a lot faster just focus on the outcomes like talk about what they can achieve talk about how you can help them get to where they want to be in their life, coupled with assuming that they want to work with you. That is the secret sauce, my friend. So if you found this helpful, if you got something out of this, I would love to hear from you. Like, I would love to see who listened to this episode. I want to connect with you. I'll talk to you very soon. Have an amazing week. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, pay it forward by sharing it in an Instagram story and tag me at Martina Thomas and Coaching. If you want tips on how to create amazing content every week, make sure to sign up for my newsletter and get my free guide, 10 Holistic Marketing Hacks to Sign More Clients. It will transform the quality and quantity of your marketing from here on out. You'll find the link in the podcast description box in the show notes and in my Instagram bio. So make sure to grab that right now. I'll speak to you next week. Bye.